0: The Autumn Wind is a Pirate.
1: It was a silence of the land. And I love it! The Oakland Raiders are victorious at home in front of 48,396 screaming mofos out there at the Mecca, the Coliseum. We're going to talk about that. And the lack of a controversy here on show 283. Well, let's not dawdle. Let's get right into the silence of the. Na- <laughs> Good evening, Tarifs. I love this game. First of all, hats off to my good brother, Kingsford Kirk, the man. What an awesome tailgate. You know, him and the crew, and it's not even a crew, it's a family of guys, Ron, Ron, Bob, Jerry. I mean, it is a just great family atmosphere of friends, and uh, it is just off the hook. If you're a Raider fan... And you haven't been to the bad boys of barbecue? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, you is missing out, partner. Great tailgate, great people. And uh, I I just got to tell you, man, this is our home. This is where we're going to party until whatever. But I'll tell you right now, these guys know how to put it down, and it was fantastic to see all our friends uh, out there. Raider Mike, Juan, uh, diehard Essex Raider was in the house we had visitors from all over, man. It was a great show. When we do our video cast. you guys have to check it out because it was freaking off the hook. Opening game, opening day at the Coliseum, the house that Al built was off the hook. Now, with only 48,000 or so folks in the house, it wasn't packed. Not like we've seen it in the past. Not when like we've been division champions and everyone's showing up. But the diehard of the Raider Nation were in the house and they came to get it done and we got one hell of a game because I'll tell you, it was a tale of two cities, a tale of two halves, a tale of two quarterbacks. I believe that the fans at first were a little gun-shy, especially after the beatdown we had last week. People were real tentative about cheering. People did cheer. I mean, don't get me wrong, but... You know, very skeptical after the years we've had and the year we looked at so far when it comes down to the Tennessee Titans. Wasn't looking pretty last week, so we were all kind of waiting to see what this team was going to bring. And right away, the special teams pay off. The team came in pumped, I have no doubt about it. They wanted to win. Johnny Lee Higgins on his returns was fabulous. I'll just say, uh, thank God, Yaman Figures is gone. And we can forget Jacoby Ford returning any punts either. He blows. Yeah. Long story short, the Raiders came out and tried to do their best. Jason Campbell did his best to try to get things done. And, well, he just couldn't get it done. He did his best. We sputtered. We sputtered. Uh, we did get some first downs. Got eight first downs in the first half. Uh, we did 32 total plays, and he got 130 yards. And uh, we had to kick the ball twice for field goals, and we missed one. Jason Campbell uh, was running around like a deer in the headlights. Being honest with you, the team looked out of sync. Be honest with you, even the defense wasn't playing all the way up to par. I I just don't understand because just before the half, just before the half was over, you started hearing chants for Bruce. Gradkowski in the stands i mean the fans had had enough and the raider nation was not going to be silenced by any you know pre-program music coming out of the coliseum speakers bruce was starting to get heard louder and louder and by the time the doggone buzzer went off for the end of the first half you could clearly hear it bruce let bruce go loose It was pretty damn loud and very easy to see that it wasn't a boo. We were calling for Gradkowski, brother. And I'll tell you, when they went in for the half and everybody looked at each other and we went, this is the same team. This is the same team from last season was everyone's appraisal. It's kind of crazy sometimes how the Raider Nation agrees on most things, especially when it comes to this team. We all said the same thing. The blocking was terrible, you know. The wide receivers weren't getting open. Campbell was getting sacked. I think he got sacked four times. He had two fumbles in the first half. That's brutal. That's Jamarc esque And I hate to say that because it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I'm going to need some syrup. (laughs) Listen, this was the tale of the second half. Gradkowski came out, and I was watching him as he came out. He came out with his helmet on and his head in it because he was starting to zip the balls around, practicing and warming up, and I said, they're going to put Bruce in, man. Bruce is coming in. And sure enough, man, sure enough, he started out, I believe was on the 19-yard line or so. Bruce came in, and the crowd screamed it louder. Bruce! Then, as someone liked to say on this show, quite a while back, I missed the guy. C-Money, the Polish prick, is what he called him. I love it.
2: Raider Nation, what's poppin', people? Yo, it's C-Money on the bone line, baby. I'm telling you, we're getting it up the ass like never before, baby. The Polish prick goes out, and fucking who comes in? The banana-eating motherfucker himself, and we lose. I knew what was going to happen. Raider Greg, Raider Rick, Raider Randy. What's up, brothers? I told you. I told you the Polish prick was the fucking man in Pittsburgh. He did it. And he was getting his shit off until he got hurt, man. And then we drew in the banana-eating motherfucker.
1: The Polish prick just got off, man. Not only did he get off, I'll tell you what I saw as a Raider fan. I saw the team moving in the same manner. I mean, it's hard for me to explain, but when the offensive line was moving, Gradkowski was moving at the same tempo, going a different direction perhaps, but it was like a fine dance. It was incredible. And he marched down the field, 83 yards, touchdown score, to Lewis Murphy in the end zone, booyah. And everybody went absolutely freaking crazy, and everyone was asking themselves, who the hell are these guys? Where did this team come from? You know, shades of last year when we played the Eagles and we played the Steelers. Bruce does something to this team. He does something to these guys. And it makes it crazy. And I'm not talking about just the offense because Bruce can keep you out there, man. Bruce can keep you out there. Listen, man, 13 points Bruce put up. 17 first downs. Is that going to leave you time to rest as a defensive lineman? Well, hell yes. 47 plays. Time of possession was crazy. 274 yards versus 130 in the first half. You know, I'm not saying this is all snake oil and magic. I'm just saying that this team responds very well. And the defense came out and were ferocious. Three and outs were one after another for the Rams. They lucked out, got in the end zone. But, man, I'll tell you, the defense stuck hard and was not going to give up any ground nor any points. Even though we squeezed this one out with a two-point win, it is a win. And it's not only that, it's a win with a group of guys that I think finally gets it. I think these guys played... I saw them in preseason. Gretkowski looked better to me. I said it before. I said it on the show. I go, you know, Campbell's doing okay, but Gretkowski's passes were all in stride. The wide receivers did not have to slow down a minute. The ball was there when it was supposed to be there, and that's what Bruce gives you. Plus, he gives you a mobile quarterback that they have to respect, and it's hard to take care of him, man. The Rams' defense was lost in the second half. They didn't know what to do. They couldn't do anything anyway, and Bruce was all over him. He threw the ball away when he had to, managed the clock. He did have one interception, but come on, man. The guy is a frickin' gamer. There is no controversy in my mind. Who should start? Who should start here, of course, is our man, Gradkowski, the Polish prick. (laughs) I love him. I love him. I love his dad. We saw him at the tailgate last season. He's got a great family, man. He is the perfect Raider, man. (laughs) He's perfect, the super underdog, the guy that came from nowhere and made it happen. Let's just, you know, let's just ride him, man. I bet you he's the stallion we've been waiting for. Let's just see. Let's give him a chance for a season. Let's see what we can do with Gradkowski this year. My biggest fear is that Al Davis didn't make this decision. My biggest fear is that Cable did it and then got scolded by Mr. Davis for doing it. I say horse crap. You know, Raider Nation, we've we've been here before. We've been here when the, the organizations made moves that would make our team worse, and we don't know why. So what do we do? We blame Al. I think Al Davis wants to win. I think he wants to win now more than ever, and I think if Bruce gives us a chance, way more of a chance, I think Bruce will be our starting quarterback. The only controversy is here what Al was going to do. Al. It's about Al Davis. That's about it. Now, there's a lot of talk about Cable making the decision and how Al's going to second guess him and how Al's going to be pissed. A lot of speculation, a lot of other things. Man, these media throw in here about you don't do that to a quarterback that only has a game and a half, and you don't do that to a guy that's a veteran. You know, that's not how it's done. And since when the fuck did the Raiders ever do what everybody else does? Since when does Al carry that torch ever? Al does what he wants when he wants it. And I'm telling you right now, Raider Nation, Al wants to win He wants to win like a motherfucker, man. He wants to win more than you and me. This is his last go round, pretty soon, man. And he knows that he's got to get a winning team on there. And if Gradkowski could take him to the house, then you know what? He's staying in. I say he stays. I'm sure he should stay because Cable should force that point because he saved Cable's bacon more than once. He saved it during the Pittsburgh he has saved Cable's ass. And Cable better sack the fuck up and make this guy his first quarterback. And we got to just move on because we got bigger fish to fry. And if our team's playing this well with Gradkowski, enough freaking said, Pada. And that's all I have to say about that. Raid a nation. The silver and black birds are flying to Arizona. To kick some ass on the Redbirds. I oh, well, everybody's heard about the bird. bird, a bird, bird, bird bird, Bird
0: don't you know? the bird? Well, everybody knows that the bird is a, well, a bird. a bird, bird, the bird
1: well. Raider Nation, the Raiders are going to be heading to the desert. The desert desert of Arizona in the dome, the Arizona dome that I'll tell you right now, the entire Raider Nation is pretty much going to be there. It is the annual game for the most of the booster clubs. It is where everyone from most of the country goes uh, once a year. They pick one game and folks, this is the game. This is the game everyone's going to. So there's going to be one hell of a Raider experience in Arizona. So if you're anywhere near there, you better get your ass over there because the Raider Nation is going to be representing huge, <laughs> and I mean huge. Now, I know there's a bunch of Raider fans in Arizona already. I'm just telling you, watch out because the wave is a-coming, Padna, and I don't think you're going to be able to stop it. The Raider Nation can travel and most of California should be in the house. So the Raiders will see a very, very big-time showing of their fan base, and that is frickin' awesome. First off, let me talk about the Cardinals and their coach, Ken Weisenhunt. I was hoping that he would be... Our coach, I really was, back in the coaching search. The last one, was it last week? I mean, whenever they had it, I was hoping Wisenhunt would be uh, was be our man because he was the defensive coordinator for the Steelers. So he's a defensive-minded coach. He's done very well. He's taken his team to the Super Bowl. Uh, so that's something to be said for this guy. He's a smart cat. and knows what he's doing. So I think he's got a good reign on this team and good control, unlike some coaches in the NFL. They went in and played the the Rams. That's right. The Cards play the Rams, and they, they won by, guess what? Three points. <laughs> so it wasn't like uh, it was a blowout or anything. Matter of fact, it was very much like the game we played against the Rams. That being said, I think that the Raiders can beat the Cardinals. The problem here is the Cardinals just... Just got an ass whooping <laughs> from the Falcons in Atlanta. They got a toe up, man. 41 to 7. Ouch. That'll hurt your rectum. Hey, that'll kill your rectum. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, listen. The Cards are no joke. They're going home. They got to make up for this. They're embarrassed. Hunt's taking a bunch of heat for this game. And I can tell you right now, he's going to prepare his team for the Oakland Raiders, and uh, it's going to be ready to play. And they're playing in their house. It's going to be loud and proud for the Redbirds. But uh, they're, they're missing some key components there. Beanie Wells has an injury, injury, and he didn't play this last game. As a, as a running back, he's their man. He's the guy that makes it happen for them, and he's not in. He's no Steven Jackson, mind you, but – he can slash and gas you. And if we're not ready, of course, this is the NFL. Anybody, anybody can hurt you. Their team is very much like our team. It does a bunch of stupid penalties. I mean, dumb and dumber. These guys are just a bunch of knuckleheads sometimes, as we could be. I didn't say much about the rolando McLean throw. We did have some hard hits in that last game. I just don't think that that was a smart thing to do at that point in the game. But, uh, well, you know what? It's good for other people to see. Whatever whatever he got from it, currency-wise, uh, on the in the NFL, as far as the players go, it better have been worth the 15 yards it cost us because that hurt us. But let me not deviate from the subject. For the Cardinals, they're 30th in run defense after two games. That's not saying very much. And with our man, DMC, in the house running like a wild man, that should benefit us a great deal. Let's just hope Boosh is back on the field because that dynamic duo, along with Gradkowski, can you feel it, Redder Nation? I'm feeling real positive, although we all have to be very weary because, uh, well, that's the way we have to be until proven otherwise. Listen, we can beat this team, Uh, we can beat them, and we know we can beat them. Derek Anderson is a spooky quarterback. That means when he gets spooky, he gets shitty. He starts throwing interceptions and making bad decisions. Our front four have to make it miserable for this guy. I think they can do it. Matter of fact, I know they can. If we keep up this blitzing like we did in last game, we should be able to keep these cats scoring very low. And with the mad Gradkowski in the background, We should be able to sling that frickin' ball around and start getting DHB and Murphy recognized for the wide receivers they truly are. Not to mention Mr. Zach Miller, who came in big and took some big hits in that game. You know, our team is a team now. Our team seems to be, you know, kicking on all four cylinders in the last half. Let's ride that pony, folks. Let's ride that pony all the way to victory in Arizona. I know we can do it. I know that some of the things they did, they put Satelli at center. Like I said, they moved Valdir to left tackle. Brilliant. Wow, where would you figure that out? That should have been done a long time ago. Now, Gallery, he might be back from his injury. We could have a full line with full strength. And Henderson just bumbling, fumbling himself in from time to time. He should be at the right tackle position anyway. But we can't forget this offensive line. we got to protect Bruce, man. we got to really protect him. And you know the thing I think is cool? I think these guys want to protect him. I think that's why the line plays so much better for him because I think that whatever he has, that smile, that personality, I know what he does have. He has a huge pair of brass balls, you know, the size of New Hampshire. You know, I'll tell you right now, the guy will leave a fucking kidney on the field for this team. He will give it all up to get an inch of ground, unlike Campbell. You know, I was hoping that Campbell would be that guy, but, man, he ain't willing to do it. He's not taking chances. He's not trying. Kowski throws caution to the fucking wind, and we are off. I'll tell you right now, Raider Nation. This game is winnable, and I think we will win. I think we'll beat the Cards. And I think it'll be a very devastating loss to them. And I think it's about fucking time we do that to somebody else instead of having it happen to us. It's time to turn that fucking worm around and kick some ass on the Redbirds and send them home without a fucking feather left. That's right. Throw them in the oven. Call it good. This is Raider Greg, and that is all I have to say about that. Don't forget Raider Nation to visit our webpage www.raidernationpodcast.com. Get on the forum, check it out. Check out the stuff that Randy does on the webpage, it's pretty damn funny. You'll see our videos there. Uh, you know what? Randy puts a lot of time into that thing and you got to appreciate it cuz it's very good, very interactive. And you get on the show and you can listen to the podcast, you can get on the forum and check out the regulars. It's a fine group of the Raider Nation we have in the house. Uh, you got to be in there and represent as well. So for now, at this time of this show, it's time for The Bone Line. Fire to the bone. Fire. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. I know you're pumped. I know you're happy. I know you got to speak out. Raider Nation, it's time to let it go. Here at The Bone Line. First up, we have Raider, Jesse, from Plano, Texas. You know they're all talking about the Texans and the Cowboys. He's in hostile territory. Hey, my brother, what you got to say?
2: What's up, Raider Nation? Man, this is Raider Jesse out in Plano, Texas again, calling you guys back, checking in. What's up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy? Loving the show more than ever, man. Awesome job. Listen, the first week, I'm already getting a bunch of BS or fuck it, bullshit from, you know, a bunch of other fans on other blogs and whatnot that it's over, back to the regular old Raiders. And you know what? Fuck that shit. I'm not losing hope. I'm not going to lose hope. Why should I? It's just the first game. I mean, look at the Titans. They're a solid team, man. You know, they came out. They've been together. We... Most of us are uh, new, you know, as far as the team, you know, new offense line, uh, Jason Campbell. I mean, there can be more negatives and positives in this last game we had, sure. But, you know, what? I'm not losing hope, man. I'm staying true to it. I still believe hopefully we'll be at least 10-6. and six. That's, that's my thing. And maybe it's, it's a little too high and maybe it's a little too low. Who knows? Again, don't lose hope and quit putting Jason Campbell down people, I mean, give him a chance, you know, I mean, it's his first game, just in like against the Dallas Cowboys in the preseason, he said he was a little bit nervous, it could be the same thing, you know, he, he came out as his first real game with the with the team, so I'm not going to cut him off the list and say he sucks or nothing like that, I think he's he's way better than uh, Jabusto or ass, whatever y'all want to call him, either way, calling in to put some spirits up, man, we got to stay positive, let's keep this going, come on, and bring on the fucking rams. All right. Peace out. Oh, and one more thing. I got to give a shout out to my lovely fiance, Raider Lucy. What's up, baby? All right, y'all.
1: Well, and Campbell, man, I I'd, I'd love to say it too. I'd love to give him the time, but he doesn't have the time. His time's over. Gradkowski came in and kicked ass. Yardage, points, you name it. First downs, double, triple. When you got a guy like that, man, you got to stay with it and ride that horse, brother. I understand Campbell be a great guy. Hopefully, Bruce won't get hurt. Maybe if he does, Campbell's back. Who knows? But for now, man, we got to go with this guy, Gradkowski, the mad bomber. We got to have him. And as far as uh, Lucy goes, congratulations, man. Congratulations on your engagement. Shouts out to Lucy. Radar, Lucy. Next, we have Raider Jim from Kentucky. Now, he sounds like he uh, didn't see this last game. He sounds like we all felt after the last debacle at LP Stadium. So, bear with him. He's a little frustrated. He needs to vent it out. Let him get it off his chest, my brothers.
3: This is Raider Jim, and yes, I'm hearing all the shit. From Nashville, Tennessee, from all the Titty fans, that was one of the most pathetic showings I've seen. That goes back to Art Shell a few years back with Walter taking the snaps. You know, uh, Cable's supposed to be working on this offensive line, and it it just it looked effing horrible. I hope Juan didn't go to jail down in Music City, but I'm sure that he. Gotten a few assholes' faces. They're they're good about being jerks. We're gonna to have to step it up, boys, or it's gonna be a long one. And I tell you, cable, you need to work this damn line. And signing Eric Pears. I mean, what the hell? What, this guy's not good enough to make the original roster, so you bring him back thinking he's gonna help. Uh oh, crap! Just you drafted two good rookies in this previous draft. You know, play them both. Play them both. You know if. So tally can't cut it. Go get this Hartwick guy that's that's on waivers or whatever. He's he's available. Put Veldier at the tackle and put Campbell at a guard or something. Cooper Carlisle, you are fucking pathetic. You're a, you're a fucking fat ass joke. So, anyways, thanks for taking my call, guys, and go Raiders.
1: Raider Jim, I hope you cheered up after this last game. I hope you you stepped up and thought a little bit about what you were saying because. We got a long season. It's gonna be with cable. I hope, I hope that we can continue to build on this new quarterback and new Stevie Brown. I mean, Eric Pierce is gone. His Pierce is gone. Uh, we signed Stevie Brown, and he played last game, and he did a great job, man. He's a hard-hitting mofo. There's hope, man. We got a long season. Don't get bummed. We were all bummed after that game. Thanks for the call, brother. Next, we have my very good friend and my brother. Raider Steve from Vegas. Well, man, let us know what you're feeling.
4: Hey, Raider Greg. It's uh, Raider Steve in Vegas. Uh, Real happy that we won today. You know, it feels real good to get a win. But I got to tell you, man, I'm I'm not, I don't focus on the games like I used to. I'm not there for every down. Uh, I'm so disappointed in this team so far. I'm glad we put Gradkowski in. Clearly he is a spark that this team needs. Um but I'll tell you what, I'm sick of the smiling on our team. Everyone's smiling, everyone's happy, you know what I mean? There's nothing to be happy about. They're smiling and we're losing to the Rams. You know, they're smiling at the beginning of the game. It's seven to six and we're fucking losing, man. And they're smiling. You know? I don't know what it is, um but something needs to change. Hopefully, Gretkowski is it. The team clearly responded to him, and I'm glad we won. However, I beg everybody to keep it in perspective. We beat the Rams today, all right? Uh, We're going to have to beat the Cardinals next week before I get fully back on board. I'm not sold on anything because today was a win that we were supposed to have, all right? It's, you know, whoop-de-doo, we beat the fucking Rams. That's who we're supposed to beat. Uh, We didn't play all that good. We had tons of penalties. Our O-line looked like crap. You know, everything got better when Gradkowski came in great. I'm happy. I'm glad we won. But next week, we better win again. Uh, Or it's going to be the same old thing now. Uh, I'm I'm happy for the win, but it really, you know, we're going to have to win again. We're going to have to go on a streak before this Raider fan is sold on anything. I'm out.
1: I know it was the Rams. I know you're skeptical. You always have to be. I am, too. That's why we must take it one game at a time. If the cards are coming up, the Redbirds must go down in their house. Then maybe I'll get a little respect for these guys. But they're going to have to win this game or at least play in this game. Uh, That's what I'm talking about. I feel your pain, brother, and your skepticism. (laughs) Next, we have Raider Tony. From San Francisco. Don't you call it Frisco.
5: Hello, Raider Nation. It's me, San Francisco Raider. I'm just kidding. Raider Tony in San Francisco. And um, just got back from the game. Was losing my voice, so hopefully, you know, my voice sounds clear enough to understand on the podcast. But Raider Greg... That was an awesome game, and, um, you know, it's my parents' 30-year anniversary, and they're longtime Raider fans, so it was great that the Raiders could get the win for their, you know, anniversary gift, and um, just some quick thoughts, you know, you were at the game, you saw how inspirational Bruce Gretkowski's play was, I understand that Jason Campbell deserves a fair chance, and he hasn't learned the system yet, so... You know, that's why he's struggling. And the offensive line is not really helped out. They suck. The offensive line is just horrible. But Bruce knows the system, and he gets the job done. Bruce was loose, like you said. I mean, I don't know. You know, he's got leadership charisma, and he wins games. He's tougher than nails those are things that you can't coach. Those are things that you can't teach. And I know that, you know, Jason Campbell deserves a fair chance, and it's not fair to pull him and bench him, especially since he hasn't learned the system. But you know what? We want to win now. The Raider Nation deserves to win now. And, you know, I don't think any of us want to wait another season, losing games that we should win, because our quarterback is still learning the system. The Raider Nation deserves better. And so I hope that Mr. Davis supports Gridkowski starting, and starting immediately. I want Bruce to be our starter from here on out. He deserves a fair chance. He won his games last year, you know, some really tough games, and he deserves a shot. He deserves a chance to be the starter. You know, in the end the NFL is not about being fair. It's about winning games. It's a business. And at the stadium hearing how he inspired all the fans around me and myself included, you know, we were all yelling Bruce the whole time he was in there. I mean that that's the kind of stuff that honestly I haven't seen since Rich Gannon and John Gruden were there. I mean it's been a while. But hey, that's just my opinion. I uh, just Wanted to get some feedback on that. Um, Raider Greg, thanks for having your podcast. Your podcast kicks ass. Like I said before, I've been listening to it since you started, you know, first season. And this year was the first year I actually called. And uh, I'm glad I did. You know, I love hearing your expert analysis. And I enjoy hearing the analysis and comments of my fellow Raider Nation brothers, um, You know, guys like Juan Jorge, Raider Queef, Virginia Raider. You guys, I enjoy listening to y'all as well. So, Raider Nation, we got this. Arizona's next. Hopefully Bruce starts. It's a winnable game. I expect us to win. Go Raiders. I'm out.
1: Man, I felt everything you felt. I heard everything you heard. I was in the house, brother, and it was a beautiful thing to see the whole nation rise in that second half. Let me tell you, man, they picked up Campbell. I was glad to see it because Bruce was injured. He's not injured now. He did earn the spot, but they gave it to Campbell, obviously, because he got more money. That's the way it works. I hope Al sees this is our only way to win. And I'll tell you what now, man, he deserves to be the number one guy, and I'll be rooting for his ass every second because he puts his ass on the line, and you know it, and so do I, and so does everybody else, including Al. Thanks for the call, brother. Next, we have Raider Drew from Erie, Pennsylvania. That's all the way across the country, partner. Hey, this is Raider Drew from
2: Erie,
6: PA. I was just going to say, our offensive line may not be that good, but Bruce Gretkowski plays with that same line, and he seems to pull out wins and do stuff Campbell doesn't seem to be able to do. But I'm glad we got that win today, and I think that if we keep Gretkowski in there, we might end up having an all right year after all. Go Raiders.
1: You know, we were saying it last year. Grakowski, if he'd have been in from the beginning of the season all the way through, how many wins would he have gotten? Way more than we got with, of course, just Sazurap, But, uh, hey, man, I'm agreeing with you. It's a good thing. We should be able to go into the cards and do some damage. Let's check it out. Let's hope so. Thank you for the call, my brother. Long time since I heard this voice, and I'm loving it. Check it out, Raider Nation. Very important. Pay close attention to the wisdom of Arkansan Raider. This is Arkansan Raider.
7: <laughs>
1: Need I say more? Thanks for the call, brother. Always love those. <laughs> Next, we have the San Ho Raider.
4: Raider Nation, the San Hill Raider. Hey, you know what? Bruce got. To, he's got to be our quarterback. Jason Campbell just can't get it done, man. I mean, hey, I know he has potential, you know, but he has to be the guy on the sideline. You know, Bruce is, is is tearing it up. The offense is kicking ass when he's in there. There's so much energy out, out of the line, out of our offense, out of our running backs. Everybody, the team's electric when he's in the in the game. That's all I got.
1: I'm out. I don't think there's any controversy here on this show. Everybody wants to see Bruce go loose. What can I say? The guy plays well with this line, too. He he flows with the offensive line. Where the strength is, he just happens to be standing there. That's a good quarterback. Next, my good brother, who'll be out here in a couple weeks. Raider. Maniac. <laughs>
8: Hey Raider Greg, this is Raider Maniac. I just got through watching the game. It's not the convincing win I thought we might have had, but it's a win and we got to take these any way we can get them. I was real happy to see the Raiders commit to the run and stick with it. I read earlier in the week that they were talking about opening up the passing game. I'm like, oh no, here we go. They need to run the football. They got two studs at the running back position. Our old line is, you know, not that good at pass blocking. Need to loosen up the defense and give that quarterback time to throw it. Uh, I'm happy that they moved Beldear back out to tackle because that's where he belongs. The six foot eight center's just too big. I know we had uh, Don Mosby; he's like six five, but that was his natural position anyway. Veldeer's a tackle, and that's where he needs to stay. He struggled to start the game, but he got better as it went along. And I'm sorry, uh, Jason Campbell, but Bruce is just the fire plug we need to get this trainer rolling. He just gives this team a spark every time he comes into the game, and it's just a whole different ballgame for him. I'm looking forward to coming out in two more weeks. See you then. Go Raiders.
1: Yeah, I agree on the line change. I've been calling for it for shit for weeks already since we first started playing. You know, uh, Satelli needed to come back at center right away as soon as he could do it. Phil Deere's naturally a tackle. Actually, he's a right tackle, but still. At left, he's doing the good job. Uh, Gradkowski just knows this team. He knows this playbook. And whatever the hell the chemistry is, Man, when you got the right chemistry, you got to let it happen in everything in life. Thanks for the call, my brother. We have Raider Tatum in the house.
4: The Sabbath is upon us, my friend. It wasn't pretty, but a win's a win. This is Raider Tatum from the Midwest. I'm so happy. Oh, it's been a long time. But we will prevail. It will take some time. Again, it wasn't in the can, as Ted Hendricks used to say. This game's in the can. No, we prevailed better than nothing. And as always, put Jack Tatum in the hall saying, happy Sabbath to everybody out there in Raider Nation.
1: Just want you to know, brother, I was wearing my number 32, and there was a plethora of 32s, Jack Tatum jerseys, at the Coliseum, a fine tribute to a fine Raider player. we got to put his ass in the Hall of Fame, brother. I agree. Next, we have Raider Dan from Virginia. Raider Dan is a longtime listener, and he's called the show before, but I want you guys to hear this guy because it is amazing to me how very special the bond is between Raider fans, people who never even met. It's crazy. Check him out.
0: Hey, what's up, Raider Nation? This is Raider Dan. I'm calling in from Virginia. This is my second time calling in. The last time I called in was last year during the Steelers game. We beat their ass yet again after they won the Super Bowl and got a little bit cocky the lowly Raiders are coming in. But <laughs> well, we show them who's boss or anything. But, hey, Raider Nation, like we started off the season with an embarrassing loss. There's no sugarcoating it or whatever. But I just want to tell something to the Raider Nation and how strong the Raider Nation is. If you have any doubts about the fans, the family that is the Raider Nation, during the preseason on August 21st, I lost my dad in the middle of the preseason game against the Bears. And I can't tell you how much you know I was going through then, but... You know, not only my family and my friends and the good Lord above helped me through, but the Raider Nation, which is like, you know, my family, my blood, my brothers from different mothers, you know, helped me through that so, so, so much. You know, and I can't express enough how much love there is in the nation for helping me through such a difficult time and everything. But hey, the season started off, you know, like I said, looked like on a bad note, the same old shit. We're going through this again, this and that, blah, blah, blah. But, say what, Bruce Gretkowski, when he came into the game today, it breathed new life into us like he did last season. The team wants to play for him. The team wants to win for him. That's a special player that we have in Bruce Gretkowski. We we have you know, somebody that's a leader that makes everybody want, want to play better. After he went in, the defense stepped it up. Everybody stepped it up. And we just, you know, when Rolanda McLean, who they got to the ground, oh, oh, that is Raider football, man. Like, I work at a bar here in Radford, Virginia, which is southwestern Virginia, and I had so many people come up and be like, that was badass. That was badass. Like, yep, that's badass, and that is Raider football. That's the way we do. We dominate. We put fear into people. That's what we need to bring back. That's the way we got to play. You know, we got to have that spark. We got to just keep it going, keep it going, keep it going. Still are in the season, guys. You know, I mean, there's been Stanford route. Mm, not sure on him. You know, yeah, you know, he pisses me off to no end, but then he'll come up and he'll make a miraculous play out of nowhere, doing stuff like that and just bringing us back in the game and everything. But I'm gonna tell you one, one more time that the renovation Nation is. A big giant family, and I don't care what anyone says, and anybody that any ever talks shit to any of you guys and says, "Oh, Raiders suck, Raiders this," we have a family. We are the nation. Anybody else that claims to have a nation, they're fucking lying. They're not. We are truly a Raider nation. We are. You know, I live in Virginia. I don't get to go to a lot of home games. I've I've been there to the Mecca. I've been to Mount Davis. Everybody there is beautiful. Awesome people. the Greatest people you will ever see. And going to away games, and you find Raider fans. You go out to a bar and watch a Raider game, and you find that one Raider fan that comes up to you, or two Raider fans that comes up to you, and it's like, hell yeah, good Raider. You just all of a sudden just you just get so, so pumped up and just ready to go. But I want to tell you, Brady Greg, Randy, I love you guys for what you do. Yeah, I would love to be able to drink a beer with you in the Mecca, and I'm planning on moving out west just to be closer to my Raiders. And we've got a lot of football left to play. We've got good things coming. Right now. Just keep your heads up. We're going to get pissed off at times. We're going to get frustrated a lot. But, hey, we're true fans. We're not bandwagon. all the other teams that wear Chargers or the Bronco Hose. Or the, oh my God, the Patriots, oh, oh, I just want to smack them all in the face, because all the Patriots fans, all of a sudden, all of them are from New England, all of a sudden, yeah, you didn't even know you had a team, until they started fucking winning, did you? Uh, But fuck them all, we're one nation, we're one family, and I love each and every one of you. There is nothing I wouldn't do for another member of the Raider Nation at all. Thanks again, from the bottom of my heart, for helping me through a difficult time, and Raider Greg, Raider Randy, you helped me more than you know. I do that time myself just by listening to your podcast. I appreciate it. I love it. I love all of you guys. And, hey, let's have a good season. No matter what happens, let's just pan out between ourselves, man. That's the only way we can get through it. Family is strong. Friends are strong. God bless you all. I love you. This is Raider Dan calling out from Southwest Virginia. I love you guys. Let's have a great
1: season. Bye. Well, my brother, you know what? My prayers, my heart goes out to you. I've lost my father, and it's brutal. It'll never go away. Uh, you got to hold him in your heart. You know, all that stuff. But, you know, the Raider Nation is a family, and it is amazing to me, no matter where I've gone in this country, how very special the bond is between strangers that wear a single doggone color. Silver and black, that is. And uh, it's just freaking amazing. And God bless you and your family from everyone, I am sure. And from the Raider Nation podcast, my brother. Next, we have the Houston Raider.
9: Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Andy, Raider Nation. It's great to hear all the people call in. I know we had the crisis intervention last week, but. What a difference a week makes, huh? Let me just first state that uh we always enjoy hearing the ladies calling and getting their perspectives. It's nice to hear what they have to say. And what about that win yesterday? I tell you what, that McFadden, he's really hit this stride. and uh that defense. They don't realize how much it's been upgraded and uh we all want the best from Jason. But when the bell was rung yesterday, uh Bruce really came in and uh, did a great job. I know he had that interception and everything, but uh you know, it's not all, you know, a little bit of blame could go to the receiver as well as the quarterback, so. But anyway, it was a great win, and I just got to tell you something really funny. I was at Molly's Pub where I go watch the uh, games and everything, neighborhood place, over in Kingwood. This is Houston Raiders Steve, by the way. And uh, this woman was wearing her Broncos colors, and uh, of course, you know, I thought that this person would be pretty cool and everything, and, you know, attractive blonde and everything, younger woman. And she saw that I was a Raiders fan. She rolled her eyes, and she gave me that look like go FU look. And I walked up and I said, hey, you know what? Uh, I know we've got this rivalry and stuff, but, uh, you know, I wish your team the best. And I thought to myself, hell no, I don't. But anyway, as a good sport, you know, sportsmanship, I said that. And then she says, well, you know, we play you guys in a couple of weeks. And uh, typical of most uh, Broncos fans, they're A number one, A-holes. They so got an inferiority complex, most of them. And uh, she was acting like I should be getting out the rosary beads in the holy water like she was Linda Blair going to levitate off the bar stool and uh, start puking uh, pea soup on me or something. Man, those Bronco fans, most of them are just plain assholes. There's no other way to say it. I think they hate us more than uh, we hate them. It's even worse uh, than the Chiefs fans. But anyway, as far as I'm concerned, there's three great things that happened yesterday. Number one, the Raiders got the win. Number two, the effing cowgirls got their ass beat. Number three, uh, Mike, I'm the rat, Shanahan, choked and uh, lost that game. There's nothing I enjoy more than seeing uh rat-faced boy uh, choke it and everything. And uh, what about Rolando McClain picking up that guy and throwing him down like a steer rope, roping contest? I know we like physical play and everything, but as you know, the Raiders have been penalized for years and everything, and uh, we gave up 30 yards on that touchdown drive. I know you guys are there to watch it firsthand. And uh, we'll keep the torches lit for the Raiders. For well, the greatest fans, no matter what anybody says. And by the way, I was able to email Amy Trask, and she had some really great things to say about the fans, saying we're really loyal and dedicated, and uh, how much she appreciates everybody coming out and supporting them at the Mecca.
8: Go Riddlers!
9: Fuck the Broncos. Take care. God bless.
1: Well, first of all, man, you should have gotten a glass of water from the bar, blessed it yourself, and throw it in her face. That would have been the best thing for you to do, I'd say. Uh, I... I demand you evil demon, leave this woman. Yes, the Bronco demon must leave. <laughs> and then, of course, get ready for a rumble because there's going to be a whole lot of shit coming down right after that. But it'd be damn funny. It was good that Rat lost. I was so happy, especially the way he lost with the guy calling the timeout just before his game-winning kick. I loved it. They lost the game on that same thing. Right back at you, rat. You know that started in Oakland, by the way. And, uh, yeah, we won, and the cowgirls lost. It was kind of a good day for that. And I just hate them hoes. I hate the Bronco hoes more than ever, and that biatch would not get away with that shit with me because I would have gotten right up in her grill and her boyfriend's grill, too. Thanks for the call, brother. We have the Uptown Raider. My brother, saw you at the game. He's putting his ass in the seat, brothers.
7: What's up, Raider Nation, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Uptown Raider calling in pretty excited about the way our team played against the St. Louis Lambs. I know it is the Lambs, but Bruce Grakowski is the future of the Oakland Raiders and darren mcfadden has stepped up number two rusher in the league also you got to be impressed with dhb darius hayward bay finally stepping up six catches for 80 yards he did have a couple of drops but he's showing us that he can become a weapon and with confidence i think those drops are going to go away lewis murphy great job uh chaz chones when he gets back i think we're going to have a good receiving card. They couldn't get open in the Tennessee game, but they they showed us that they could get open against uh, the Lambs. So hopefully Arizona, we will uh, destroy them. I hope so because Falcons beat the crap out of them 41-7, and hopefully they play the way they played against the Falcons. I know we are playing them at their house. Hopefully we will uh, win that one. But uh, Raider Greg, it was nice seeing you after the game. Uh, Raider Nation. Keep your hopes up. I think we got something in this Bruce. Hopefully he stays a starter because you know Al Davis loves uh Jason Campbell. Uh uptown Raider saying I'm out.
1: Good win, I know. I'm just afraid of Al too, but we can't we can't think about it. We just gotta move on to next week. And believe me, the cards are gonna be ready for some blood because they can't afford to lose to the Raiders. That's exactly why we have to win this game. If we're going to prove anything to anybody, this is the game to do it in. We have Raider Frank from Arlington, Texas. Man, you're surrounded by the cowgirls and boys and Texans. Oh, boy. Lions and tigers and bears.
4: Raiders, this is Raider Brant calling in from, stinking cow pie country, Arlington, Texas. And I am ecstatic about the Raiders, especially about, uh, yesterday's win against the, those, uh, stinking Rams, those lambs there and, um, pulled it off in the end. They tried to come at us. They tried to pull off the win themselves and they couldn't do it. We held ourselves strong. It may have been two points, but Hey, we won Campbell, man. I hope he just needs to get in there and, uh, you know, get his rhythm going. You know, he had a little hang-ups, and, of course, Krakowski had to step in and, and pull off the wind for us. But, uh, you know, them, them stinking lambs, they went back to their home crime. Go Raiders. I'm out.
1: I still think we got to let Bruce loose and have him our quarterback the rest of the season, see what happens, see what our record is, and then make a decision. But he has proven he deserves the right To run this team. That's what I'm saying, brother. Thanks for the call. Next, we have a familiar voice. It is the voice of, well, he says he is, Jason Campbell.
4: Yo, guys, what's up? Uh, This is my second time calling into the show. This is Jason Campbell, second-string quarterback for the uh, Oakland Raiders. I just want to congratulate Brad on... uh, on a great comeback win. Hopefully I'll be sitting the bench next week because uh, Brad is the man. And uh, hopefully we can come out and uh, beat the Redbirds and uh, get a two-game winning streak going on. Uh, anyway, guys, this is uh, Jason Campbell once again. Love your show. And uh, I will see you on the bench.
1: Wow, even Jason Campbell saying let Bruce loose. <laughs> That's pretty funny, man. And you're warming the bench. That's funny, too. Hey, Jason Campbell is a good dude, man. He's a good heart. He's a team player. Uh, I just think Gradkowski gives us a better chance. That is all. Next, we have Rada Mike from Gainesville, Florida. Now, this cat has always been very good, very smart, uh, very articulate, and uh, he's got a good take. I think we saw it, and now you're going to hear it because uh, he breaks it down. Check it out. <laughs>
6: Raider Greg, Raider Mike Gainesville, Florida, him my breakdown in the game against the uh, St. Louis Rams. Well, again, it was an ugly game. Our defense actually, uh, if you look overall, they did pretty good. Just gave up a couple big plays here and there. We've got to tighten that up. But as far as overall, if you look at it, Steve, we held Steven Jackson under 100 yards, and we sacked Sam Bradford, I believe, three times. So the defense looked pretty good, but the offense is still the issue. As I stated in my last voice, I'm glad that they made that move. I was upset that they had Zaldir at center, you know, 6'8 center. That's ridiculous. I don't know what Tom Cable was thinking. And a rookie on the road, too. That's just, to me, I think that was kind of bad coaching in a way. I mean, Satelli, you know, he's a natural center, and he knows, you know, as far as Uh, our offense and knows the snap counts and things of that nature. So. Um, so Valdear, you know, he needs to, you know, play guard or tackle, which I saw he had in that, but he still made a couple of false starts, but I can let that go. Cause that will eventually work itself out, but at center, he wouldn't, I don't think he would have had a chance actually that you know, that was just not a good move. And as far as the quarterback, we do have a quarterback controversy. I don't care what anybody is saying. They're not talking about, of course, on ESPN or NFL network, but I think we do. It is obvious since last year that Bruce Gradkowski should have been the starter. Um, I guess he got when he got hurt, they just put him behind the eight ball and he got hurt in the offseason with that torn pec. So, um, but I think he needs to be the starter. Um, he knows the offense. I mean, the players just get – you can just tell the difference when he comes on the field. The players just get all excited, and they're willing to do whatever it takes to win. The receivers get open. Uh, you know, Hayward Bay had a career day. I mean, that guy – He's definitely going to be okay. Uh, I thought he would be okay just based upon, he, 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 you know, he really wants to be good and he has a work ethic. So this guy is going to be all right. Uh, there's a couple times he could have took it to the house if he didn't slip and had a little bit better blocking, but he's going to be fine. Um, but we need to go with Greg Kowski. Nothing against Jason Campbell. He just, I don't think he feels comfortable. Looks like he's a, like a deer in headlights out there. Uh, he just, you know, he doesn't know how to use his legs to, you know, create, you know, passing lanes for the receivers. I mean, when he does, he just scrambles for yards, but he's not looking for receivers. So, my well, offensive line is so garbage, basically. He, we have to have a mobile quarterback. I mean, until we correct the, the tackle issues we have, I mean, we're going to have to have a quarterback that rolls out and that can create plays with his legs. Because uh, Campbell uh, is more of a traditional quarterback, he likes to stay in the pocket and throw He'll scramble once in a while, but he's not like Rakowski and he's not as tough as Grankowski. And I think that's why the players like him. He's a tough, hard-nosed player, and you know he'll he'll do what he can't. He'll do whatever it takes to win a game. So um, I'm sure all of, or most of the Raider Nation probably agree when we need to go to Grankowski. But the thing about it is, the catch-22. We're giving Campbell more money than Grankowski, and I know Al likes Campbell, but. If Al really looks at it, if we're going to win and have a chance of possibly challenging for this division, we got to go with Gregkowski. But Campbell's—you know—he's a solid player, but he's right now he's just not comfortable. And we need somebody in there that's comfortable with the system that you know can you know get us going. So get this offense going. But uh, big ups to McFadden. Looks like he is the real deal now. Looks like he was hurt. And now that he's healthy, I mean, this guy's running like a reckless abandon. I didn't think he'd ever carry the ball over 30, uh, 30 times. So, anyway, sorry for the long message. Again, just wanted to break down what I saw. And I think that, you know, I'm glad that we changed the offense, put a new uh, offense of mine, put a new center there, and tell he needs to be there. And hopefully we can keep Greg Kowski in there. Uh, that was the right move for Cable. I think Cable knew that if he lost that game, his, he was on the chopping block. So, anyway. Raider Nation for life. Peace.
1: Been saying it for weeks, man. Satelli, as soon as he got better, he had better come into center. Valdir to left tackle. He should go to right tackle, but we don't have a a left tackle, so he has to be there. That's a strong position. He does a good job there. And as far as (laughs) Greg Kowski, man, there's no controversy. Not with me. There's no doubt. He should be the quarterback. That is all. There's no no controversy in the Raider Nation. Did you hear anybody say Campbell should be the quarterback? Hell no. Nobody on this show would. No one you stop on the street would say it either. Gradkowski should be the man, but we must wait and see if Al's crooked little finger gets involved. We have my good brother Juan Jorge breaking it down. And I'll tell you, listen to him about the tailgate, about the experience. I mean, it brings back the whole game. It was crazy.
10: Hey, what's going on, fellas? This is Juan Jorge calling in. And boy, oh boy. It wasn't pretty. In fact, it was ugly. But by golly, it's a fucking win. And I'll fucking take it any day of the damn week. I don't care if you win by a point or if you win by 50. Man, oh man. Now the controversy starts. Bruce... For Jason. Al versus Cable. Cable. Boy, oh boy. Man, you got to start Bruce after that for sure. You know, it just seems that he brings an extra spark, an extra fight, the passion and the heart. He just brings it. And, man, I I, I, I hate to say it, but it just seems that everybody played ten times harder when he was in there. Everybody, holy shit. I mean, this is crazy. Seabass is making his kicks after he comes in. The defense is playing harder. The kick returners are running hard. I mean, it's amazing what one player can do to a team. And I feel bad for Jason, and then I don't. We've been losing for seven years. I don't want to lose another fucking eight. I'm done losing. If that means Jason's ass has to sit on the bench, then so fucking be it. I want to fucking win. So if that means Bruce starting, then Bruce starts. I hope Cable can do what the hell Cable wants, and I hope Al Davis sticks his crooked finger out of the cookie jar. We're 500 right now. Um, We've got the Cardinals coming up. This Cardinal game is very, very winnable. They look like garbage. Once again, you know, we still got a lot of things to clean up, um, but they're very, very beatable, and um, I think we will beat them. And um, I can't wait. After this game, we need to build up, build on this. I mean, damn, Hayward Bay catching six balls, 80 yards, that's fucking improvement. That's something that we haven't seen from him. Now, he's not perfect. He's still body catches some balls. But I think that they need to do plays for him and get him in space, some bubble screens, um, get him some blockers, out in the open field. I think that's where make can flourish, but it's definitely a promising sign to see him um, progress uh, week in and week out. I mean, shit, he's almost uh, beat his statistics from last year. Lewis Murphy, once again, same thing. You know, he was inconsistent. Uh, man, he's building on, on, on his game as well. Six catches, 91 yards, and one TD. Darren McFadden, <laughs> Eww, Mc Fucking McFadden, 30 carries, a buck 45, are you fucking kidding me, who is this guy, who is this guy, he's running hard, he's breaking tackles, he's running with a fucking purpose, you better fucking believe it, this guy, man, I honestly don't know who it is, he's possessed, that can't be turned running the ball, can it, but boy, oh boy, he's definitely proven his draft status right now. Now, he's not perfect either. There are times where he slips or falls down too easily. But guess what? It's something we can build on. 30 carries, 145 yards, and he came close to breaking it, to breaking one away. Just imagine when we get Shillings and Michael Bush back. Our offense is going to be straight nasty. Man, oh man, I can't wait. It was great seeing Chris, Colorado Chris. Thanks for making the trip, brother. Um, Greg and Randy, as always, you guys are great. Robert Moorhead, um, Raider Stutters, my cousin, and um, my boy Scholar. Man, it was just great to see this win. It was great to be part of it. I don't care if it's a fucking blackout because we were there. We were all there. It was cool seeing the Die Hard 6 Raider. You know, man, you're diehard, brother, for you coming out. Spending $760 just for a flight, man, that costs more than most season tickets. Man, that's crazy, brother. And that that that's a diehard fan right there. So um, I'm glad we could win for you, brother. And uh, just everybody, everybody, the tailgate from start to finish, the game from start to finish was just beautiful. Man, let's hope we can keep it going. We need to keep this rolling. This week, we were wanna know This is one
1: whore, and I'm out. Well, there you have it. Juan's got it down, and we—it is a winnable game. We just have to see which team shows up to play, and that's it. One game at a time, and that's how we got to roll as fans. One game at a time. But those home games are awesome. Next, my good brother from Bakersfield, Raider Jaime.
11: Rader Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider I'm calling out of Bakersfield. Hey man, I just gotta go out on the on the limb here, man. Campbell, I I kind of you know what I had thoughts about him when we picked him up in the beginning of the season, but you know I you know I have faith in you know the decision that they made. But uh, I still think Bruce is is the, is the man to go with. That was a fucking ugly game today. And I tell you, we fucking win because we had to win it. So, um we beat a good fucking team out there despite them fucking only winning two games last year. But you know what? They changed it this year. They had to do what they had to do. And the Rams do look different from last year. We got Saint we got the fucking Cardinals coming in this next weekend. You know what? That's another fucking um a game we gotta win because fucking uh Derek Anderson, he's an average quarterback, but if we don't fucking Put pressure on that guy. He looks like a fucking he looks like a star. So if we don't put any we don't put any pressure on this guy. He will fucking run away with this. But um, if we give Grakowski a chance to win this, we will win this game and we will fucking be at least nine and seven, hopefully ten. So um, Raider Nation, just stay true, man. Stay positive. I feel something, man. We just got to get the right guys in there. Like you said, Raider Greg, we got people in there. We just got a fucking, these guys got a fucking shoulder, got balls. So let's go, Raiders. I'm out.
1: Well, man, Campbell had his shot, and the team didn't respond. Now that uh, Bruce is in, he's loose. <laughs> and the team is loose, and they're playing better, and the defense is definitely playing harder for him because they get a chance to rest behind him. It could be good, and we can win next week. Check it out. Thanks for the call, brother. Last but never least, my very good brother, Rayda Mike from Chico, man. That's three and a half hours driving time. So you know victory is good when you're going home because you know defeat is bad when you're going home, when you're driving that far. Rayda Mike, what's up?
12: Fuck yeah. Hey, to Craig. Later, Mike, calling in, one happy mofo, just driving back home from the game, one satisfied customer. And uh, what else can I say, man? Let the Bruce go loose because uh, that apparently is uh, what needs to be done. Boy, I, I just couldn't believe that Tom Cable had the balls. To make that move at halftime, unbelievable. I was starting to question those play calls from Hugh Jackson. Oh, my goodness. It was starting to look like 0-6 all over again. But then uh, once Bruce got in there, it just seemed like the the team responded to him. And, you know, Lewis Murphy and and him are just a great hookup. And uh, how about Lewis Murphy, Miller Nation? How about it? I think he made some pretty big time plays today. And, uh, overall, I'm just really, really stoked about the win. I know we barely won by a hair, like Juan said we would, but winning is winning and we're one and one and our season is saved for right now. And, uh, it's going to be a really hard, uh, decision. I'm sure for Tom Cable to see who to go with, because I mean, clearly that team seems energized and wanting to play harder. And, um, when Bruce was in there. So it just, all in all, the day was just fabulous. The tailgate was just off the hook. Colorado Chris, dissect Raider from England. Um, Just all kinds of cool faces like usual. The food was awesome. The game was awesome. For once, we uh, walked away with a victory. So as you can tell, my voice is a little hoarse. Can't wait to uh, make that video. Look for that later this week. And uh, go Raiders.
1: Love you guys. I don't know what it is either, man. It's the chemistry. It's something. But Bruce needs to be loose for the Raiders. And that's it. And as far as Darius Hayward Bay, which we called hand of stone, and as far as Lewis Murphy, where we didn't call him uh, a real number one wide receiver, I think these guys really haven't had the opportunity to get a ball. I think that Gradkowski gives them their best chance of catching a ball because they catch the ball running like they're supposed to, like good quarterbacks do. They hit their wide receivers in stride. That's the way it's done. Zach Miller was the same way, in stride, down the field while he's still running. Ball gets put right in the basket. We're gone. Like Juan said, you know, if we get Shillings back someday – But Bush, Michael Bush, is great out of the backfield with his hands. He can catch passes very well. With that tandem, him and McFadden, Schillen's coming back, these two receivers, along with Zach Miller. You know, with this quarterback, uh, you know, I know it's a stretch, it's a prayer, it's a Raider prayer, but good Lord, man, we could have a potent offense for a change. Wouldn't that be a treat? Knowing we could go into the fourth corner behind and know that we have a great possibility of pulling it out. Unlike yesterday when we were panicked before Gratkowski came in. Well, thanks for all the carls, folks. But there's one thing i got to say before I sign out. And I accuse my good brother, Miller Nation, of defending Mario Henderson on the last show. And it must have been somebody else. So I'm going to make a retraction. And this is the first one I've ever done on this show. And it'll be the last one I ever do on this show. And that is all I have to say about that.